Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast to O'Brien. Uh, both nicknames that I go by. Inviting you to check out Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the Daily Zeitgeist, Miles Gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans as we discuss the latest news and events from around the league. Check it out. Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Official pod is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen here at One Jets Drive. Joined by a Jets legend, the Jets legend, number 12, Joe Namath. Joe, so great to see you. Eric, it's good to see you, man. And uh, these are exciting times. Let's, let's talk about those exciting times. When you first heard that the Jets had interest in Aaron Rodgers, what was your initial reaction? Well, I could only hope it was true, and I could only hope that it would work out. And uh, uh, like most, or all Jet fans, man, I'm fired up. Yeah, we were just talking to your daughter about it before. She said she was jumping for joy Monday when the report came out from Adam Schefter that the teams had agreed to terms on a deal, the Jets and the Packers, that would bring Aaron Rodgers to New York. Your thoughts when it finally was completed as far as the deal that had been talked about for so long, for a few months, it seemed like every day Jets fans continue to refresh their social media platforms to see when was this happening? Was it really going to happen? Yeah, well, my thoughts certainly, uh, man, I had a lot of them running through my head. Uh, I could see uh, Mr. Johnson and Christopher, Christopher, Woody, both uh, fired up and uh, and deservingly so. Uh, they, they're pulling for us to win more than anybody, man. Our fans uh, are got to be thrilled. And uh, I know what Coach Sala's done and, and some of the players that Joe's brought in, our team, the team, is uh, so improved. They're, they're right on the the edge of, uh, well, heck, they played like a playoff team last year uh, a lot of the time, but uh, they're going to be better this season, uh, especially with Aaron. And uh, I know Jet Nation is fired up, buddy. <laughs> they certainly are. Joe, so when you're watching the news conference and you're taking it all in, Aaron Rodgers there in a Jets polo, and he talks about, Hey, listen, I'm coming here to win a championship. And when I walked in and I saw that Super Bowl three trophy, it looks a little bit lonely. Um, what's going through your mind? Hope again, hope, man. Uh, he has been a wonderful player to watch play throughout his career. You know, 
Uh, I love football. I watch that position. I watch all the posi positions I can, man. And I appreciate the talent and the effort that's given out there. And I, it's hard for me to fathom a cat playing 18 seasons already and looking like he does, feeling like he does. Having watched him perform on the field in ways that uh, uh, I haven't seen other guys have the same kind of movement and, and success that he's had, abilities that he has, both physically and mentally. Uh, it's He's going to lift the team, the team, the players. They know uh, that they have the opportunity to do something big here. And the goal is, has been for a long time, to bring another one of those trophies back to New York, New Jersey, man, a championship. Making the playoffs, uh, that would be the first step. Hey, the first step is opening day, you know, or <laughs> opening day of training camp. They got to get ready, and they will be. Uh, the way, again, that Coach Sala and that staff has got these guys going, it's the right direction. What changes in that locker room when a guy like Rogers walks in? Here it is, the day after, not even 24 hours removed from that news conference. I'll tell you right now, Rogers was out on the field throwing with the guys today here uh, as far as the workouts are concerned. But what changes? Because Joe Douglas has talked about a standard that Aaron is going to demand of himself and, of course, those guys in the room. Yeah, well, you know, a guy comes in uh, with reputation. I mean, the ball players they follow the sport, whether it's from high school, collegiately on. And when a guy comes in with a, a positive reputation, the first one jumps into my head was John Riggins. When he hit our locker room, man, we knew we had something special there. We saw him before. Now, we didn't win a championship, but when you see a player like that, someone that is just absolutely uh, beyond normal, man. You know, someone that you know is capable of doing a lot of things out there. And in Aaron K Aaron's case, certainly has accomplished a lot of things. Uh, gives you a little more pep in your step, maybe. You know, you, you bounce it in there a little bit more. You're <laughs> a little more fired up, ready to go practice. I, I know the game's changed over the past few decades, but you talked about what Aaron brings to the field physically as a man who played that position, who was the original gunslinger, what sets him apart even now at 39 in terms of what he brings to the game physically? Well, I've watched a lot of football that Aaron has played and uh, I marvel at him. Even last season, I marveled at him. I mean, I, I the man, um, he can anticipate things because of the repetition, because of the way his brain works uh, throughout the years, uh, the way he buys time, the way he moves around, the way he throws the football. Uh, we can't see what he's thinking uh, as it develops, but uh, we know that process is excellent. The way he's able to control his body and Throw the pass, throw the ball, man. I, you know, there are a lot of uh, good quarterbacks out there. In pro ball, they're a terrific quarterback. But the way he changes the speed on the ball, the way he drops it in in different places, the way he throws it, uh, releases the ball, the trajectory, the arm motion, uh, the way it needs to be done. Uh, I haven't seen anybody do that. No, he's, he's, he's a one of a kind, and, uh, and it's all good.
What about his ball protection, the ball security? The number that has stood out to me when you study Rodgers over the course of his career, not just watching him on film, but the best touchdown to interception ratio of anyone who's ever played. Of course, he was the first guy to 300 touchdown passes, first guy to 400 touchdown passes, but he protects the ball and puts points on the board. You see, Eric, uh, I didn't know that. And that doesn't surprise me, right? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That that shows, uh, those numbers do show a quality that he has above and beyond what anyone else has ever done. You're a guy who still to this day, when everybody, when Joe walks in the room, people raise up and they have your attention. Uh, I think Rogers is the same way. What do you think about him coming to this market? Obviously, when you came to New York, you're coming out of Alabama, you're still a young pup. Now he's 39, going to be 40 next season after 18 years in Green Bay. Um, what do you think about him coming to the metropolis that is New York? Well, I, I think it's going to be terrific because we're going to be winning for sure. You know, a loss, uh, uh, sometimes you don't have your best day. Sometimes you don't even have a good day. But uh, he's going to keep things uh, interesting. Uh, Lady Luck uh, can play uh, in a couple of ways, you know, good fortune and Lady Luck can uh, sometimes frown on you. What we've got to do is hope that our team stays healthy as it can possibly stay because it still is a team effort. you got to have those cats up front, man, on both sides of the ball. And if the offensive line plays reasonably well, uh, he's going to give us, or they're going to give us a major chance and, and Aaron will give us a major chance to win. But New York fans, Jersey fans, they've been watching They've been watching Aaron play. They know what's coming in. And uh, we've got a shot, you know, the, the, the shot to improve. And he's going to lift the team. He's lifting the fans. He's lifting us right now as we're talking, man. Thinking about <laughs> it, you know? So uh, he'll handle what's going on off the field. He's a smart man. And, and as you say, after 18 seasons, he, he has seen a lot and dealt with a lot. So we not only have one of the best players that's ever walked on the field coming in, uh, we also have a, a smart, righteous, uh, respectful man as well. Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's Sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. What does it say about the Jets organization that he wanted to come here? He talked during his news conference glowingly about both Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. And, of course, he's got that connection with Nathaniel Hackett, a guy he excelled with 
in Green Bay when Hackett was his offensive coordinator? Well, I think it starts both with Woody and Chris, and, and, and Chris uh, because it starts at the top most of the time. And uh, besides uh, our ownership, you mentioned uh, our offensive coordinator. You, you mentioned uh, Coach Sala, and, and uh, we got to have the defensive side of the ball too. Aaron's checked all of that out. You see, he's looked at things. Uh, he, he's looked at the personnel and all, and he knows the even. <laughs> Even the fans, he likes the way the fans work. And as he pointed out, man, the Jets went in their backyard last season and won, right? That's right. See, so uh, he studied that film. He studied, uh, well, film. We we don't use film these days. (laughs) But uh, still call it the film room or whatever. He studied the Jets before they played. He studied that after the game. You know, he knew the personnel that uh, he'd have an opportunity to play ball with. And uh, he likes that idea. So I think it's all positive, certainly all positive at this stage. Over the years, you've always referred back to Lady Luck. And, of course, it's a 17-game season. A lot of things can change over cor- over the course of time, and you need a lot of things to bounce your way if ultimately you're going to become a champion. With that being said, what do you make of the second acts of guys like Tom Brady who had that illustrious run with New England and then he goes to Tampa in year one and wins the championship? Peyton Manning at the end of his career after a marvelous run with the Colts, he goes to Denver wins the championship. Matt Stafford isn't on a level of those guys, but he played well, put up good numbers in Detroit first year with the Rams. He wins the championship. So there is precedence here where, okay, this can happen, and this can happen quickly. We're expecting it to happen, all right? (laughs) We are expecting it to happen. I know the team is expecting to win. You don't go out on the field expecting to the negative to happen. And sometimes, uh, as you mentioned, Lady Luck does frown upon things uh, and and it has a a role in the outcome of a game. But we're expecting to improve over last season. The Jets are expecting, they have been expecting to improve over last season during this off season. Those guys have been out there working. They've been at home working. They're looking forward to this season with so much enthusiasm. It's wonderful. Now uh, they're going to work together and then go out there and have to show it. It obviously can be done. You mentioned Tom Brady and then a bunch of other guys compared to the Tom Brady and Roger, uh, Aaron Rodgers, man. Uh, it's a long list of pretty good players, but not of their quality, not of their quality. No, there's only those two guys in my eye right now that we're, we're, we're talking about and, uh, um, Aaron can do what Tom did with Tampa. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. 
They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's talk about the number choice. Aaron Rodgers goes back to number eight. Uh the number he wore in college. Now, you are such a humble guy. And early on, months ago, even before this was anywhere near a conclusion, you said, hey, listen, if Rodgers came here, he could take my number. But I, 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 he definitely has respect for you, what you've done in this game, what you've done for this organization, what you did for – the entire world of football, uh, your reaction to him electing to go to number eight? Uh, you know, we're athletes. We, we, we're a little quirky sometimes. We like we hate to change things. Uh, uh, personally, I always lace my shoes right over left. The one game I didn't, I tore knee ligaments. And that's a <laughs> fact. Uh, we're superstitious. And uh, my mother was born in 1912, for example. And uh, that was part of uh, my love for that number. And uh, I didn't pick the number at college. I was a freshman and you wore what they gave you. And uh, that number uh, brought me luck and I associated it again with my mother's uh, birth year. Uh, The way Roger, uh, uh, Roger, the way Aaron uh, handled this uh, shows a a lot of respect, a lot of class uh, and, uh, and number eight, that brought back something, too, is going to bring back something for him. He, he knows that. He feels that. And uh, I just appreciate his respect. Uh, after that discussion months ago or, or a few months back, yeah, uh, and I did uh, uh, say, yeah, you know, I, I certainly not mind uh, that situation of his wearing 12 uh, if we could get him. Uh, it did upset some of our Jet fans, some some of my family maybe. Yeah, some of my family as well. But we want to win, you know, the fans, the team, the Johnsons. Uh, it's been a long time. We want to win. And uh, I would do uh, every, that's one of the things that, uh, yeah, if I could help out in any way, uh, I, I wanted to. And uh it just shows the kind of respect Aaron has, I think, for the history of the game and the history of the Jets. And uh, uh, I thank him. Thank him, and I'm pulling for number eight, I promise you. Well, we can safely say that nobody's ever going to wear 12 again here at, at the New York Jets. And uh, Rogers is a surefire Hall of Famer. It comes in, and he's happy to wear number eight. Uh when you were watching him yesterday, 
Did you sense the excitement? He's called it a surreal day, which it's got to be. After 18 years in Green Bay, you come here, you're walking in a building for the first time, you're looking out. It's got to be completely surreal. But also, there's a calm, there's a confidence about him, but also you felt a fire there. Yeah. yeah. You say fire? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's bringing some heat. He's bringing the energy, man, of course. Uh, you know, transitions uh, you make in sports as players. Uh, I've only, I did the one in professional football and uh, I was awkward for me being away from uh, the place, uh, the home that I had for the 12 seasons there and going somewhere just for the, the one season. It was awkward. But again, we're talking about a man that's been around in the big leagues uh, doing special work for 18, behind him, 18 seasons, 19, getting ready for his first season. This is the 20th when you look at the kind of uh, preparation going into uh, professional sport. And uh, I, I could ramble on, but look, the Jet fans know, the players on the team know what is now in the locker room, who is now in the locker room. And man, it's exciting, it's all positive, and it's going to bring every player up uh, another level, another level. So uh, we just can't wait to get started. Are you excited to come up, not only just watch Aaron play and communicate with his teammates and everybody in the building, but to have those first conversations with him, because I think fans should know this by now that you're not a stranger up here. You make your way up uh, back to the family a lot while you're not down there with your family in Florida. You come back up here oftentimes during the season and even the summer. Well, it is like home, you know, I, there's a part of me, a major part of me that still hangs out in that area. You might not see me or see me there all the time, but uh, my spirits with the, with New York and New Jersey and the fans of the Jets and, and every part of that organization, uh, it, it meant the world to me when I was there. And it still does, uh, uh, whenever we play a game, man, uh, we're, we're watching and feeling it. And, uh, it's been feeling rough, but we've never wandered from our basic uh, uh, loyalty to the green and white and to the Jets. Joe, how much would it mean to you for Rodgers to lead this team to a championship? <laughs> to you personally? To you personally? To me personally, I'd be happy for everybody. I'd be happy for the Jets, the fans. Again, it's not about me personally. Uh, it makes me feel good. Uh, I want to see victories. When, when, when you feel good about people, whether you love people, whether you like people, whether you, you, you want to see them succeed, uh, you, you feel good about it. It lifts your day. You get up in the morning with more bounce. You're out going around, you know, throughout a week uh, when the Jets win, eh, it's enough, as a fan, as a fan. That, that's all right. Oh, we lost. All right. Yeah, we're spending days and days and days hoping for a win because a win really does a lot for your physiology, your mental state and all. And uh, to win a championship, it's it's a peak that you, you don't get to experience many times in life. There, there are some 
special folks that have won several championships and blessing, man. But they know that it came from everybody in that unit. You don't do it by yourself. You don't do it on your own. Even boxers, uh, they have a team around them, you know, you, you, and you share it. And you share it for a lifetime. Speaking of Jets family, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Joe Klecko and Darrell Revis and, and what's on the horizon for both of those guys going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Joe, I'm feeling like this is going to be the year of the Jets. <laughs> that, that's terrific. You mentioned the two guys. Come on, man. Darrell and, and Joe. Uh, ah, I mean, great players, of course. But uh, a couple of fine dudes, yeah, man. You know, a couple of real team men, and uh, uh, the only guys that uh, possibly shied away from them in the locker room uh, were the guys that uh, didn't want to win badly enough, didn't appreciate their work, and I don't even know who they were. I'm making them up in my mind. That animal <laughs> might have been around, you know, but uh, wasn't there for long. Uh, but Darrell and uh, uh, I, I just loved the, the nickname too. Uh, you throw out at that corner, Rebus Island. You know, <laughs> I love that. And and uh, Joe, I, he was wonderful. Three different positions. You put him wherever, and uh, well, he's a Hall of Famer. We love him. Yeah, both those guys tremendously unique in their own right. They're gonna take part in those ceremonies the Jets are actually playing in a Hall of Fame game against the Cleveland Browns uh, it's going to be a, a fascinating year and they just acquired a future Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers uh, as far as putting that gold jacket on Friday night before the ceremony on Saturday what's that experience going to be like for Klecko and Revis that Friday night when you get that gold jacket you put it on and you guys are all in the audience. Yeah. It's it's almost surreal, even though you're there, you know. Uh, you get a lot of thoughts back to boyhood. Uh, playing out in the yard, playing out in the street, man. You, you know, you have flashes of where you've come from, what you've been through. And you see a lot of faces in your mind's eye. A lot of experiences in your mind's eye. And uh, the reality of it is that you didn't get there at that level on your own. You know, you owe it to a lot of people and, and you respect those memories, the different coaches you have on, had on different levels, you know, along with the team teammates, the, the family who took you to practice that day, who told you, well, you know, who fed you, your mom, your dad, you know, it, it, the whole, so many things are coming into the mind and they're all good. They're all good. I have goosebumps right now. I, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps. What do you mean? You're getting goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps. Just listening to you right now. Talk about that. And we're talking about Reeve and Klecko, of course, entering the hall of fame. I'm wondering if Rogers is having some of those thoughts right now, because this is such a momentous change after the run I'm not comparing starting anew with the Jets um, to the Hall of Fame, but what I'm saying is th this is a momentous change in his life and his career, and he talked about legacy. So I'm sure a lot of these 
thoughts enter his mind as well? No, I think he's thinking about uh, getting better physically, knowing his teammates and getting down to work, man. I think he's looking so much forward to going in that locker room, whatever he has to do in the training room, if anything, and then working with the guys. That's where his focus is now. Straight ahead. Straight ahead. The new number eight of the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers. The great number 12, Joe Namath. You, do you have a, a final message you want to give the Jets fans here? Yeah, man. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Keep up the faith. I know you have for decades long. And uh, the playoffs themselves, just getting to the playoffs. Our first goal is to start out the uh, with the enthusiasm and to take one game at a time. That, that, that's the story. One play at a time for the players. They know that. And fans, you know, those guys that are on field, on that field, they're going to be trying as hard as they possibly can to bring you victory. And I'm talking about solid, too, and the coaches. And Chris and Woody, man, I hope you do it. Great seeing you, Joe. Thank you, Eric. It's always a treat, buddy. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 